Former Ukrainian president defends the streets of Ukraine with an AK-47. Anti-war protests break out in Russia after the Ukrainian invasion, and Biden is considering cyber attacks on Russia despite threats from Putin of nuclear warfare. We'll get into all this and more in just one second. If you guys can, please drop this video a like, subscribe, turn the notifications on, new video every single day. If you can listen to flips of the show, the Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. Now let's get right into this. What you and the group you are with right now there are armed with and what your intention is if the Russians roll uh, in this the is next very few hours. Easy. Just my assistance here, here. This is the short Kalashnikov. We have just, uh, let me see, a before and low uh, on the 300 uh, uh, members of the Battalion of the Territorial Defense. And we have uh, two machine gun, and we have uh, more or less that's it. We don't have any heavy artilleries, we don't have a tanks, we don't have an armed personal carrier because we launched this process just a couple of days ago. But and we create that for the two days. This is the long line of the people who want to enlist it in the battalion, but we don't have enough arms. And because I don't want to get flagged by CNN, we're going to cut that short right there. Um, so that's that's the ex-Ukrainian president defending his streets with, I guess, with, this, with a group of people uh, with, AR, with AK-17s, okay? Um, I want to show you one funny post by Occupy Democrats, and this is what they said. No civilian needs an AR-15 regardless of whatever mental gymnastics you do. You are a special kind of breed of stupid. They said that on 614 in 2016. Now they say... This was a day ago. Breaking, Ukrainian's uh, interior minister announces that 10,000 automatic rifles have been hand has been handed out to the civilians of the Ukraine as they prepare to fight tooth and nail to defend their homes against Putin's invasion. Retweet if you stand with the brave Ukrainian people. Oh my lord, this has got to be a parody account. This is Occupy Democrats, a verified leftist uh, organization that makes probably some of the dumbest posts you can possibly humanly imagine. These are some of the comments. Oh my God. Uh, onto that bottom tweet, you def be seeing them flipping back on this. Um, and there it is the best defiant L ever best one yet. This shit writes itself. Democrats love the second amendment. Now American nationalism, bad Ukrainian national socialism. Good. Pure gold. You, uh, run probably the best account on Instagram. Shit libs are, they're beautifully stupid. Now here's the thing is, this this is the thing. Like these are these are tough people. I would say the pe a lot of the people of Ukraine. I would say are tough people because we know leftists in America won't be doing any of this type of stuff. They'll literally be in their homes complaining on Twitter about the evil conservatives out outside that are defending their property. If that was if this was to happen in America, um. So the former president of Ukraine has taken the front lines with an AK-47 as Russian forces close on the capital. Ukrainian ex-president and businessman, uh, uh, I don't even want to try to pronounce his name, has armed himself and says Ukrainians will defend forever. During the interview in CNN Friday morning, the former world leader revealed that he's willing to defend until the end. He carried his rifle while he and others patrolled the city. He also revealed that the patrol he is part of, uh, two machine guns. Now, here's the thing is also, um, you, you can be nationalistic, I guess, 
if you live in different countries. The left loves that. Oh, be nationalistic if you love Ukraine. Be nationalistic if you love China, Russia, but whatever it is. But God forbid you should be nationalistic about America, quite literally the melting pot of the world, the most accepting country in human existence. Um, let's see. In the recent poll published by the Daily Caller, however, did reveal that 91.8% of Americans would take up arms and carry out Red Dawn-style attacks if America was invaded by foreign powers. Now, to be fair, that is the Daily Caller posting that. So that's probably 92% of Republican Americans are just saying that. Let's 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 cut that in half all, off the bat, and then we'll cut it down even more. Like, if we're going to find a real number, I would cut it down even more because there's people who say they will, but will they actually? But I would say there probably be at least 25 to 30% of people in America willing to take arms. Maybe more. Maybe I'll be surprised. But we probably won't have to ever deal with that in our lifetime. So the beautiful thing about America is that it's massive. And there's enough civilian-owned firearms to equip the entire country. Ukraine, however, does not have that same luxury. Uh, someone tweeted it out. Someone said, former president. Okay, plans. how do you plan? Okay. Their citizens apparently did not have the absolute right to keep and bear arms. Their citizens were only recently granted this right after the invasion began. Not that Ukrainian police, or police force is going to arrest anyone possessing during an invasion anyways. Civilians are now encountered, encouraged to fight back and defend their homeland from the Russian threat. And as they should. Now, here's the thing is people don't really realize. Obviously... To, to only a certain extent could these weapons actually help you because of, of, you know, if a lot of bombs start flying. But if someone's intention is to take over a country, why would you completely demolish the country with bombs? You need to send a military force in there to occupy and, and keep people, you know, forcefully your subjects. I don't, I cannot see that really working out because if there is a, a, if you're trying to conquer a population that does not want to be conquered and they're willing to to die to not be conquered, then I, I hate to break it to you. Like, you're not going to be able to conquer those people. It just won't happen. Maybe leftists will be the ones bending the knee. But you would have to literally exterminate a vast majority of the country in order to conquer it. And that's it, And by the time you do, the the land and the cities won't be worth, will be worth shit. They'll be worth nothing. But obviously... Russia and Putin knows that, and um, obviously they have different intentions in doing what they're doing. So uh, let's just hope it doesn't get to this point. So up on screen, I have some anti-war protests uh, playing. So there's anti-war protests, or in huge anti-war protests happening in Moscow um, at the Russian capital. Russian citizens rejecting the Ukrainian invasion. Um, there's another one here. This is in Moscow, uh, in Russia. People went out to the streets protesting against the war in Russia invasion in Ukraine. According to human rights defenders, more than 150 people have been detained so far for the protests. Their number will certainly grow. So let's watch the video. And they're, they're doing chants in Russian. We can't understand what they're saying anyway, so there's no point of really uh, playing that. And here's another one. Moscow police uh, tries to disrupt anti-war protests. Uh, by Russians. Let's play that. I'll just describe it, and they're just ripping up some signs, and they're arresting some people. Um, you know, the Russian police remind me a lot of the um, <laughs> the Democrat police out here. So, <laughs> you know, just drawing some similarities. So let's, let's read. Anti-war protests break out in Russia at the Ukrainian invasion. See, nobody wants war. None of the people who want war are people, you know, People at the top, people who run the world. So Vladimir Putin announces that Russia's invasion of Ukraine Thursday morning. Thousands of people took to the streets to protest the military campaign. 
the Russian military of internal affairs warned against the protest, saying that the Russian interior minister warns any uh, provocative actions, aggression towards police, and failure to obey their legitimate demands will be immediately prevented. People committing such offenses will be detained and held liable. It continues. Officers of the Russian Interior Minister and other law enforcement agencies in full control of the situation around the world and would take all necessary measures to maintain law and order. Be smart and don't compromise your safety, the ministry said. Spoken, okay, to citizens, okay. According to OVD Info Monitor, police have made at least 1,700 arrests in 53 Russian cities Thursday, the largest protest. That's, that's big. And, you know, honestly, I hope it gets bigger. I hope more and more countries have revolutions in favor. And see, this is the thing. This is because of the information age. I feel like people are able to get, in real time, they're able to understand and figure out what is actually going on in the world and what their countries are doing. Versus 50 years ago, you know, things take time. Something, a decision gets made. Then, then the people... Get it, the information filtered to them. Nowadays, it's everything's happening all at once, like constantly. We just see everything happening in real time on Twitter. Protesters have been seen chanting "No war" as they're gathered in the streets. Uh, rushes, whatever, Gazette, whatever. Reported that local leaders from over 100, 100 municipalities have signed letters in protest of the invasion. Many Russians are upset with Putin's decision and believe that. The war should have never started. Multiple Russian activists joined the protests and called for social media for people to take to the streets. A petition started by human rights advocate, whatever gained almost 300,000 by the end of the day. Outside of Russia, protests have begun in the United States across Europe. See, it seems to be like the people, the people of basically every country just wants to focus on, let's just focus on us. Let's focus on getting our economy back together. Let's focus on getting back to work. Let's focus on ending these tyrannical restrictions. Let's focus on that. But the people who run the world want to focus on war because, you know, they see it as a way to get money in their pockets, obviously. And ironically, it does have a history of kickstarting economies. But people don't want the economy to kick, be kickstarted with bloodshed. So in Times Square, New York City, crowds of demonstrators gathered with a plan to march to the Russian uh, mission and end up at the Russian consulate. Fox News reported protests also gathered in London outside the office and the prime minister of the support of Ukraine. According to Fox News, protests were seen in Paris, France, Berlin, Germany, outside of Russian embassies and in Dublin, Ireland, the Russian codes, uh, whatever. Okay, we get it. There's a bunch of stuff going on. I want to show you this one tweet by Hassan the Hun. This is Cenk Uger's nephew. He tweeted out this uh, a few days ago. This is the hill I will die on. Russia cannot launch an urban counterinsurgency war in the neighboring country with 44 million people with or without nato support this is why i've been saying he won't invade ukraine not because of anything else he's a bad person not a mad one <laughs> then it goes to a tweet from a few days later russia launches invasion of ukraine <laughs> oh so, something goes another galaxy brain take from hassan if hassan says something disregard it completely eat the rich guy talking about other people's problems while driving a lambo hassan's l's are top tier l's Oh, Hassan, Americans deserve 9-11. Abi, the uh, used condom of society, has opened his mouth again. <laughs> Am I supposed to assume the socialist gamer has any good takes? So is this the guy who's going to die on the hill then? <laughs> this dude has astronomically bad takes. His page should be verified. Uh, someone said, uh, say this page should be verified. Okay, uh, that's pretty much about it with that. But so Biden is considering cyber attacks on Russia despite the threats 
of nuclear war by Putin. Now, I would have to say that a cyber attack, in my opinion, would be just as instigatively as bombing a city in a way, because depending on the cyber attack, could lead, I mean, obviously maybe it's not as bad, maybe it's, it's different, and it could be as bad, because let's say you launch a cyber attack, and you shut down electricity, or you shut down power, you shut down a supply chain, you can have, in theory, hundreds of thousands of people die, and billions of dollars in destruction. In theory, you can actually do more damage with a cyber attack than an actual nuclear bomb, if you really think about it, but there's levels to such. But it would be a cyber attack like that, in my opinion, and especially at a time like this, would be basically a declaration of, of war. Because then we're going to get cyber attacked back and, and whatnot. You, you know how, how it goes. Despite apparent threats of a nuclear response to anyone who interferes from Russia, Vladimir Putin, President Biden appears to consider be considering a cyber attack against Russia. The White House knocks reports of Biden uh, being presented cyber attack options on Russia. NBC News reported that President Biden has been prevent, uh, presented with a menu of options for the U.S. to carry out a massive cyber attack designed to disrupt Russia's ability to, to sustain its military operations in Ukraine. These attacks would disrupt internet connections across Europe, shutting off electrical power and tampering with railroads. Normally, if a cyber attack happens, it's not always clear where the attack may have come from. The United States government seems to have also blown any anonymity when uh, they might have had while in, uh, in, um, instigating with, uh, with, the, with the Russians. First off, <coughs> I would prefer them not to really say anything and just do things, but the problem is do not, none of us really trust this administration to do what needs to be done in the right way. If it was a different administration in charge, I would be like, you know what, I don't want to hear what you're doing. Don't tell anybody what you're doing. Just do it, you know, like, with the people because you don't want to tip them off and put yourself in a compromising position because you went publicly and publicly said certain things that you should not have said. You know what I mean? You know, hey, we're going to be doing X, Y, Z. Well, then now they know that you're going to be doing X, Y, Z. And then if you don't do X, Y, Z, someone else does it and frames you. And now you didn't do X, Y, Z, but you're getting all the blames for doing X, Y, Z. There's a lot that can go along. Who knows? Maybe it's a calculated take. Maybe they calculatedly went and said this for a specific reason. That's entirely possible. But come from this administration, I highly doubt it. So the, move, uh, the moves are not smart. They're not strategic. Cyber protection in Russia from the United States would be placing the lives of every American man-child in peril. Putin has already alluded that he is not afraid to use a nuclear arsenal on those who uh, attack Russia. Nukes, however, are not the only danger. Since its inception, America is virtually untouchable by other world powers. A ground invasion of the United States would be impractical from any country outside the Northern American, North American continent. Uh, America has been largely immune to traditional forms of warfare. You know, we're, we're very fortunate based on where we are engaging in cyber warfare with russia only makes the united states uh touchable the russians do not need to cross the ocean in order to hack american servers and ai united states intelligence officers indicated that no solid decision has been made yet or on whether the cyber attacks would be carried out the decision to cyber attacks against russia would be a reckless one now let's read some big brain takes so brian uh schatz whatever his name is chat <laughs> we'll call him brian shits uh tweeted out a couple years ago about Trump. Wow, he's so bad at this. Iran, China, North Korea, we're just getting rolled. And then he tweets out the other day, it is more essential, more essential than ever, that we rally around our president as he leads the free world in response. If your instinct is try, is to try to turn this into a partisan political advantage or a viral tweet, step off the stage. So 
Can someone please find this guy his stage to step off of? My lord. And let's just, let's talk. Iran, Ukraine, North Korea, guess what? None of them led to World War Three. okay? Um, now let's read. There's another Galaxy Brain take right here by Stephen King. You guys might have seen this one. He tweeted out, Mr. Putin is a serious miscalculation. He forgot he's no longer dealing with Trump. And then that was a few days ago. Then literally within a day, massive explosions begin in Ukraine, capital, as well as these other cities. Um, now, uh, another Galaxy Brain from John Cooper President Biden's steadfast broadcasting of Putin's every move might be the one of the savviest war uh, avoidance moves made by any president in any by a president in a generation. You know, completely ignoring all the war avoidance moves made by Trump just four years prior. This was tweeted out a few days ago, and then he tweets out, you know, three days later. Is it just me, or does the media need to stop covering the march towards war as if it's a sporting event? Oh my lord. Can you uh, can you believe this stuff? How can anyone follow these people? And how can you possibly be a leftist if you're not missing a large chunk of your brain? I'm sorry. I am sorry. You there there's no excuse here. But anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Please drop this video a like, subscribe to the notifications on new video every single day. If you can't listen to the flips or the show, the Joey Saladino show on all the podcast apps, go there right now and click that subscribe button. It's the only way this show can grow. I'll be keeping you guys updated on everything that's going on. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Peace out.